0: Thanks for downloading this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get the new messages every week. We appreciate your support. Enjoy the message. This is all you're going to say. Think thriving, thriving instead of just surviving. Of just you know, the way that you think is going to affect not only your body, but your actions. That's why the Bible, do receive it, and I release your harvest. That's why the Bible tells us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Amen? You know what? That means that your mind ought to be growing, just like uh, you want to grow. You feed yourself, with the kind of information that you feed yourself is going to make you grow in that area. If it is negative information, you're going to grow negatively. If it is positive information, you're going to grow positively. If it is the Word of God, you're going to grow in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord. Amen? If you think thriving, is a matter of time before you begin to thrive. If you think just surviving, it doesn't matter what God is trying to do for you. It doesn't matter what anybody is trying to do for you. You are just going to live with a survival mentality. Jeremiah says in Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 7 and 8, he says, Blessed, that means empower to prosper. So God wants to anoint you to prosper. Amen? Many of us are going around looking for prosperity. Don't worry about looking for prosperity. Look for God. When you look for God and God anoints you, you are going to prosper. Amen? You know? Because God is a prosperous God. So the closer you are to him, the more he's going to drop off on you and more you will become like him. Can somebody say amen to that? Blessed is the man or woman. When he says man, he's talking about the person, man or woman who trusts in the Lord. Wow. I could just, dismiss, and we can go home. In other words, your prosperity is tied up to how much you trust in the Lord. And the angel said amen. You are empowered to prosper in the same amount that you trust in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord that means that the, this person is always looking forward to God doing new things in his life can somebody say amen to that their hope is not in their paycheck their hope is not in a person it's not in their job it's not in their education where they were born or where they weren't born their hope is in the Lord they are they're looking they they wake up in the morning and look forward to God doing some new things in their lives amen, amen. They wake up in the morning and they look forward to God, putting more anointing. Hallelujah. They don't want to just live on the anointing of yesterday. They're looking for fresh anointing. Some of the fresh anointing. That's why the Bible tells us that the righteous shall flourish. He shall flourish like a palm tree, having been planted in the house of the Lord. In other words, uh, you get your your nourishment from God you are planted in God your hope is in God your trust is in God for that man shall be like a tree planted by the waters remember in Psalm when he says blessed is the man who does not walk according to the counsel of the ungodly in other words uh, 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 you 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 don't receive your information from the world, the ungodly, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. In other words, he says, he trusts in God, for he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters that bears his fruit in this season. Somebody says bears, bears his fruit in this season. I want to tell you that this is your season. This is your year. This is your month. This is your day. This is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and we shall be glad in it. He shall bear his fruit in his season. You have been waiting for the season to come. The season is already here. For he shall be like a tree that is planted by the river's waters that bears his fruit in the season. His leaves shall not wither. That means that it doesn't matter how hot the sun is. It doesn't matter how hot it is where you live. You are going to be drawing from the river. Remember the Lord Jesus Christ said, the, 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 the Lord Jesus Christ says. Uh, come and drink. Because when you drink from me, out of the belly will flow what? Rivers, some of the rivers, rivers of living waters. So blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. Now, let me ask you this where do you plant your trust? In your education, your bank account, where you were born, where you live now? Empowered to prosper is the man who trusts in the Lord. Whose hope? Now, let me ask you this. Where do you plant your hope? In? Who are you hoping to come through for you? Your bank account? Your education? Your job? He said, No. Whose hope is in the Lord? Somebody said, My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood. And oh, Jesus. When let me ask you this are you relying on your blood working yourself until you bleed or are you relying on the blood of Jesus He says I'm relying on the blood of Jesus Amen, Amen. His lips shall not wither because when he does some things they prosper No no when you trust in the Lord when your hope is in the Lord everything that you touch will prosper Amen Because whatever you are going to be doing, you're not just going to be doing things for the sake of doing things. You are going to be receiving information from God. He's going to put you at the right place, at the right time, with the right people. That's why... Whatsoever you do, when you put your trust in God, when your hope is in God, it will prosper. Whatever he does will prosper. Shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bears its fruit in this season. Some of the bears its fruit, some of the I'm going to bear my fruit because this is my season. Amen. God has been feeding you. Why, what are you doing not bearing fruit? You received the word. Yeah, God, God said, my anointing is available to you. Remember this, the righteous shall flourish. He shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall flourish like cedar in Lebanon. Having been planted in the house of the Lord. If you are planted in the house, the, the house of the Lord, the presence of God, then you will prosper in the courts of our God. You prosper in the courts of our God. You will bear fruit even in all age. Amen? Why? So that it will be seen and known that you belong to the Lord. That you will, people will see you and say, oh, God has been so good to that person. Even those who don't even know God, they will know that there's a difference. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots. Hallelujah. When you are planted in the right place, you will stretch out your roots. Can somebody say amen to that? He, you will spread out your roots by the river and he will not fear. Now let me ask you this. Are you living in fear? Fear of not being able to pay your bills? Fear of dying of pandemic? What is the fear that is controlling you now? Because when your faith is in God, when your trust is in God, when your hope is in God, when you are planted in God, then you will not fear. That's what the Bible says. And will not fear when heat comes. It doesn't mean that heat will not come. It doesn't mean that heat will not come. But what you know is, is that uh, you have a man who is a shed for you. Amen. His name is Jesus. So you're not afraid of heat because you know that uh, you are covered. You, you are protected. But its leaves shall be green. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Green. Its leaves shall be green. Why? Because it's all always drawing from the source, amen? And will not be anxious in the year of drought. The drought may be affecting other people, but you know for sure that you have spread your roots, amen? You are drinking, hallelujah, from the anointing. I heard a story some time ago about uh, this uh, uh, man in Florida who had uh, an orange orchard, and uh, the weather forecasts, Hallelujah. The weather forecast said that that, that there was going to be a a frost and it's going to consume the fruits in the trees. So this man went out and walked his... uh, They were supposed to do whatever to try to uh, uh, prevent the uh, the flood. But this man went and walked around his farm and said to the Lord, you say in your word that if I pay my tithe and and give my offering, that you will rebuke the devourer on my behalf. <laughs> and when these neighbors, looked this is a true story, dude, the neighbors, uh, watching, they said, that, are you going to cover your plants? He said, my plants have already been covered. And the people thought that it was crazy because he was saying, Lord, this is the time for you to prove to my neighbors that the word works. <laughs> So, just as it was forecasted, the weather changed and the frost came. Even those people that covered the plant, when they went out, they the following day, the orange tree or the orange fruits were destroyed. But this man, for some reason, his farm was just as, I mean, the, his, his, his fruits were just like no, there was no frost. And people asked him, Wait, what did you do? He said, I just followed the scripture. He said, if you bring all of your tithes and your offering, he said, prove me. You know that that's one place, one or maybe the only, maybe one of a few places that God says, test me. In fact, in other places, he says, don't test me. But in that particular place, he says, test me and see whether I will not open the windows of heaven and pour out my blessing. Did you say blessings? My blessing is is anointing to prosper. And then he said, I will rebuke the devourer on your behalf. Look at me, you online. Look at me, all of you sitting here. You and your crops and your children and your business are protected because you have been following the word of God. So when there, there is drought, you don't have to worry about it because you've already given, you know, your tithe and your offering and your, you know. And so, so, isn't that isn't that what God says in that portion of the scripture? He says, "Test me, prove me, challenge me. If I will not open the window of heaven and pour out the blessing on you, I will rebuke the devourer on your behalf." Let me ask you this: Are you striving or just surviving? Because like. From that portion of the scripture, Psalm ninety-two, verses twelve and fourteen, it says, "The righteous shall flourish." That is say, the righteous shall struggle. The righteous shall barely make it. The righteous, the, the righteous shall just hold the fort and hope that the pandemic is over, so that he can, uh, uh, so that he can go on and, uh, and, uh, and, and 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 see the vision accomplished. You know, it says, "The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree." He shall grow. God's will is for me to grow. Somebody say, world's will is for me to grow. To grow from glory to glory, from grace to grace. Amen? To grow like a cedar in Lebanon. They shall still bring forth fruit, even in old age. Amen? They shall be fat. Hallelujah. God doesn't mind you being fat as long as you are fat in the spirit. There shall be fat and flourishing. Amen. Let me ask you a question. I just want you to be honest with me. Are Are you thriving or surviving? Are you exhausted and just hoping you make it to the next day or make it to the next paycheck? Are you stressed and worried instead of being joyful and peaceful and passionate? If you are stressed, if you are worried, worried about your children, worried about this or worried about that, then you are probably surviving instead of thriving. Let me tell you that there is a huge difference between thriving and surviving. Like I, I, I've already said, God's will is for his children to be free from stress and from worries. And if you are Stressed out, and if you are worried, can't go to sleep, then you are just surviving instead of thriving. God's will is that you and me will prosper in every area of our lives. Can somebody say, amen to that?" God's will is that we will be joyful. It doesn't necessarily mean that uh, you're not going to face challenges. Because challenges are not going to face you. It doesn't mean that you are not going to face challenges. But challenges will not face you. you, just, you know, yeah. I would, he said, "I know who I believe, and I'm convinced that He is able to keep until that day. Remember that which I have committed, not which, not which I still hold on to, until that day. God wants you and me to prosper, to thrive in every area of our lives, to be joyful. Somebody said to be joyful." To be joyful is different from being happy because to be happy depends on what happens to you. But to be joyful is the result of where your faith is, where your trust is. If your trust is in God, you are going to be full of joy. Can somebody say amen that? That's what Paul wrote to the church. He said, be always full of joy. Did he say that they will not have any challenges? He said, no. When you remember who you are, you remember who, who your dad is, when you remember the resources that he has. Your consciousness of divine abundance will completely release you from any form of limitations. Limited minded. It is God's will that we flourish and thrive regardless of the circumstances. Amen. Have you ever heard somebody say, "Um, uh, uh, how are you doing? Well, under the circumstances. No, we ought not to be under the circumstances. We We are always on top of the circumstances. The Bible tells us that we are sitting at the right hand of God with Jesus. That position of power and authority. Bills are under our hands. Children, I mean, bills are under our feet. Children's problems are under our feet. Uh, uh, sickness, disease, lack, they are under our feet. Depression and oppression, they are under our feet. Tribe means to prosper and to be fortunate and to be successful. Do you know that you are already successful? While you are trying to be successful, you are already successful. You just need to know who you are. It means to grow. God's will is for you to grow in every area of your life. Amen? To grow and to develop vigorously. Some of them say vigorously. And to flourish, to gain in wealth and possession. I like that. That one, you know, that's that, that, that the dictionary meaning. When, when, when you go on uh, uh, Google uh, Thrive, I believe that that uh, uh, Miriam Webster person was a Christian. It means to prosper and to be fortunate. Don't you know that we are fortunate? Okay, amen. To have Jesus as our Savior. Amen. It means to prosper, to be fortunate, to be successful. It means to grow and develop vigorously. Some say Vigorously and to flourish, to gain wealth. Let me let that sink in. To gain wealth and possessions. It means to make progress towards your goal and to realize your goal eventually. It means to do all of this despite or because of circumstances. Some of the despite or because of the circumstances. You can be in a thrive mode or you can also be in a survival mode. Thrive mode is typical by positive emotions. In other words, uh, 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 to be in a thrive mode means that you are always positive. When everybody sees have a cup, have uh, the cup half full, uh, half empty. You see it half full. It doesn't matter what goes, and it says, It's gonna be okay. Ashes. Okay, you don't remember ashes. Whatever comes, you say, Hey. When Jesus made that sacrifice, he released to me ashes. Done, somebody said, it's done. Don't you know that the word it is finished means ashes. So when you thrive, when you live in a thrive mode, which you all ought to, you what is going to be typical of you is going to be positive emotions. You are going to be engaging instead of always drawing back. You're going to be flowing. Hallelujah. Somebody said, I'm going to be flowing because I'm thriving. Thrive mode is characterized by positive relationships and always looking at seeing meaning in life. Do you know that there are some people who don't want to live? They don't want to live it. They don't want to to die either. Thrive mode has to do with progressive accomplishment of set goals. May I say that again? When you are thriving, you are going to be progressing in the achievement of your goal. It may be just a little at a time, but you're not just going to be going back. You're not going to be standing. You're going to be going towards meeting your goal. Survive means to continue to live, or just exist. How many of you know that most people in the world just exist from one day to the next. That's because they don't have the trust in God. They don't know that they, they are empowered to prosper. They don't, they don't spread the roots to the waters. But the people who are in God, who know their God, they know that they will do great exploits. Survive means to continue to live. You know, some people just want to live. Oh, Lord, they help me to live through this. They're always living through something. They exist. They say, oh, well, I'm just going to exist in spirit. In spite of this danger, in spite of this hardship, no, don't live a life of just existing. Remember that we read in that devotion today, he said, uh, he said uh, you should not live a life of just making, uh, how do you put it, Larry? He says, uh, just uh, making ends meet. You should live a life that you will leave a legacy. Amen? Something that somebody can see and wants to imi- imitate. Don't just think of an inheritance, leave a legacy behind. Amen? Amen? Now, when you die, apart from people coming like uh, vultures to eat what you made, will they have something to take to the next generation? I always tell people that uh, my father, when he died, he did not leave not one penny for me, but he left something in me. He left something in me. My name is Nserbam. It means looking to the Lord. He infused in me that if I look unto the Lord, there's no thing that is going to stop me. See, he could have left me millions of dollars. I would have probably blown it but he left me a legacy he woke me up every morning taught me the word of God the best way that he knew you could not go to bed in the you can play like you want to but uh, you will have that evening devotion and it doesn't matter whether you go you play and you you know you you lie down and talk till five o'clock six o'clock you are up and you better remember those uh, portions that they gave you to uh, to memorize because if not you're gonna feel something on your head. Because I still remember that, uh, you know, we would play till, I don't know, sometimes five o'clock, we wake up and then they ask you to uh, recite your portion, they hit you on the head. And then I'm talking about in America, they would have said that he he was abusive, but I'm so thankful to the Lord that uh, somebody woke me up. Survival means to continue to live and just exist, especially in spite of danger or hardship. It's usually characterized by Feeling inauthentic or stuck. In other words, uh, you, 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 you feel that there's, there's no hope. I'm just here until I die. People who are just surviving, they don't take initiatives. They're stuck. Because you know what? They are afraid to fail, even though they are failing. Now, let me ask you watching me and all of you sitting here, are you afraid of taking steps of faith? Are you afraid of taking initiatives for the fear that you may end up making a mistake? Let me say that again. Are you always waiting until everything is perfect before you step out? Always afraid that if you step out, you will make a mistake. I can tell you something. You are a mistake. You know why? Because God made you to be dynamic. Did you hear the word of God says you grow, you expand, you 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 send out your roots. People who are surviving, they feel stuck. They never try to make any initiative. They don't take initiative because they, they they want everything to be perfect before they step out. They are always afraid that if you step out, something can get, go wrong. I mean, have you ever met somebody like that? Maybe you are one of those. You're just satisfied. Being satisfied. But Let me tell you this, my friend. Mistakes are necessary part of success and growth. I, I write that down because it doesn't seem to be something that's far. Let me tell you this. Everybody look at me. Mistakes in life are part of success and growth. Show me one person who never made mistakes, and I'll show you somebody who's not successful. I'll show you somebody who is not growing. Because as long as you begin to take steps of faith, step into areas that you've never tested before, at some point you will make a mistake. But the mistake is not to drown you. The mistake is supposed to help you become a better person. When you read in the scripture, 11 disciples in the boat, Peter stepped out. The Bible tells us that as long as he was focusing his attention on Jesus, he was walking on the way. In other words, as long as his trust was in the Lord, he was walking perfectly fine. Until he turned his eyes, instead of looking at the Lord, instead of focusing on the Lord, began to focus on the problem. Now let me ask you this. Are you focusing on the Lord or are you focusing on your problem? The Bible tells us that as soon as he began to focus on the problem, he began to sink. But thank God that Peter had enough sense to say, Lord, help me. Some of the Lord, help me. Lord, help me. And the Bible tells us that Jesus reached out and held his hands. And together they walked back to the boat. Don't you know that it's better for you to step out and make a mistake. And Jesus will walk you back to the boat and say, we'll we'll try it again some, some other time. I mean, have you heard anybody mention that any of the disciples tried walking on the boats? The only two people that you know walked on the water. I'm talking, I'm talking about not walking on the boat, but walking on the water. The only two people that you know tried to walk on the water is Peter and Jesus walked on the water and Peter walked on the water. But I'm sure that Peter did not only learn how to walk on the water, but he also learned how not to walk on the water. You walk on the water by focusing on Jesus, you begin to sink when you take your eyes away. So mistakes are not necessarily always bad. You will never be successful in life, not like God wants you to be. You will never grow as long as you wait for everything to be perfect. Those in survival mode often choose the path with the least resistance. Does anybody understand what I'm trying to say? No, they don't. They don't want challenges. They always choose the path of re- least resistance. That's why they always lack. They're always living in lack instead of in abundance. Check out what any person, either secular or somebody who knows the Lord who has made progress in his life, one of the keys is that they're willing to step out of their comfort zone. When they want to step out of their comfort zone, they will feel fear and trembling. But when they feel fear and trembling and they step out, at some point, what used to be an area of fear will become a comfortable zone. But if you... The, the more you step out, the larger your comfort zone will become. Am I making any sense to anybody here? People are surviving; always react. They don't initiate. They always react instead of respond to situations. When something happens, they freeze up. But people who put their trust in the Lord, they are always ready. When any situation comes, they will respond to that situation. A survival mentality, like I said last week, will keep you from God's best. As I was preparing said, remind them that a survival mentality will keep you from God's best. You know why? Because until you learn to step out in faith, you're not going to be able to See what God can do in your life. You will not be able to uh, 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 realize everything that God is got in store for you. John 10, 10 says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. Sometimes he sends fear to come to steal and kill and destroy what God had for you. But Jesus says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Somebody say amen to that. See, people, God wants nothing but the very best for all of his children. That is, if you are not, and if you are not careful, you will let survival mentality to rob you of the best. Is there anybody there online? Is there anybody in this house who would want to experience the best in their life? Then you have to Put your trust in God, not in what you are capable of doing. You must leave the survival mentality behind you because God has got new territories. God has got new seasons in front of you. Can somebody say amen to that? There are new doors that God wants to open for. God can open the door, but if you are afraid to step out, you will remain where you are now and rot and die. God wants the next part of your life to be better than the first. Somebody say amen to that? But to experience the best in life that God has for you, you must abandon the survival mentality, the survival mindset. Never think of settling because you have gone through so much. Who understands Understand what I'm talking about. What you have gone through can make you a better person or it can keep you right where you are. Because you are afraid to take initiative because of what you went through in the past. But what you went through in the past can enable you to learn what not to do while you are going on. You must pray for God to help you shake off survival mindset. You have to make up your mind to do more than simply survive. Think about, think about how many millions of people in this world are just surviving, hoping that uh, they will be able to get through the next day, get through to the next day. Make up your mind, people, that you will thrive regardless of what comes against you, regardless of the persecution by those who don't understand you. Because see, many times we wait for everybody to approve us. Before we make, we take a step of faith, and let me tell you this: that there's no time that everybody is gonna approve you. You will always have cynics. You will always have doomsayers. You will always have those people who say that you you're not gonna be healed, that you know you're not gonna be able to have the money to do it, that you're abiding more than you can chew. But I'm gonna survive regardless of the lies that have been told me, that I am black, that I am short, that I am this. Uh, I'm gonna get my cues from the world. This is. I say, you? You you are supposed to thrive regardless of the friends who have abandoned you. Have you ever been in a situation that, you know, you had a vision and you had so many people who say, yeah, we can do it until you run into a challenge and you turn around and there's none. And I am going to thrive regardless of the setbacks that I've just experienced. Romans chapter 8, verse 37 says, yet, some of the yet, 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 some of the yet, yet, yet in all these things, we are more and conquerors through him who loved us. Because I'm convinced that neither life nor death nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come will be able to separate me from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Therefore, I encourage you, my friend, to make up your mind to thrive regardless of the changes you may encounter during your walk of faith. No matter what challenge may come your way, regardless of how difficult things may be, Be that you are facing right now. How many of you know that one touch of God can turn around any situation in your life, can bring that child home, can turn around your financial situation? One touch of God can completely heal every condition that you are wrestling with now. I'm talking about one touch of God can take you 200 steps from where you are now. Make up your mind that you are going to prosper, that you are going to do it, you are going to be healed, you are going to be delivered, amen? Your business is going to thrive. It doesn't matter how many businesses are closing up. Yours is going to be still there. You're going to have more clients than you you, 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 you are going to force out some business. You're going to thrive regardless of how difficult things may be that you are facing now. Irrespective of how unfair life may have been to you in the past. Irrespective of how life may have been unfair to you right now. You have to be determined that you will do more than just survive. Everybody here getting the message that you will thrive regardless of the circumstances around you. Let me tell you this. Bad news comes from time to time. Maybe you were healthy, like it was for me a number of years ago, and then when I went for my annual physical, my doctor said, Well, there's something that doesn't seem to be right. Thank God that she's a Christian. She works with me. Pray about it. I know that God can heal. I've seen God just touch people and heal without surgery. But I had peace about having surgery. But I'm still here preaching to you. Amen. Amen. Yeah, bad news will come from time to time. The economy will drop occasionally. Health and relationship may hit hard times. The good news is that God is always in control. Can I say that again? Hey, 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 hey. Somebody here shout hallelujah. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the enemy brings against you. The good news is that God is always in control. Things that surprise you are not a surprise to God. He saw them coming and has already made plans to overcome them. Amen? The change in the economy, the change in whatever does not change God's plan for you. Let me tell you this. You can put your trust in God. May I say that again? You can put your trust in God. Psalms number 125 verses 1, 2, say? Those who put their trust in the Lord are like man. Mount Zion, which cannot be shaken, that means that uh, in other words, that uh, you are that oak tree that have been living, that have been living for hundred years. Your, your roots get deep down. My people normally say that uh, yeah, the storm may come against that oak tree that is rooted, but it cannot it cannot bring it down. Like Mount Zion, that cannot be shaken. In other words. When the doctors tell you that they don't like what they say, you're not shaken. When your bankers say that you will not be able to get the law, you don't get shaken. When your mind tells you that uh, you're biding too, too, more than you can chew, you don't get shaken. Because you are like Mount Zion that endures forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people. Both now until another problem comes. No, both now and forever. Can somebody say amen to that? Let me tell you this. I've got some good news for you people watching me and people in the house. God is still in total control of your life. In spite of all the chaos that's going on in the United States and all over the world today. May I say that again? God is in absolute control of it. When I woke up this morning, the Lord said to me, Send out as today's word for you, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted over the nations. I will be exalted over the earth. Then the psalmist replied, The Lord of hosts. some said, The Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob, oh, yes. the God of grace is with us. Don't you know that there is no recession in God's heaven? God does not cut back because of oil price. There is no food shortage in heaven. As long as God is your source, you will be fine. Don't you so what is as long as God is your source, you will be fine. But if your job or your business or your education is your source, you better get ready. But you still have to put your faith out there. Yes, God, God's hands are open. But you have to put your faith out there, regardless of the doomsayers and regardless of the negative voices trying to tell you that it's over. How many of you have ever had a negative voice in your mind telling you it's finished? It's finished, though, because Jesus paid the price. Some of the ashes. Amen? Amen? Negative voices and cynics can talk you into settling for lays. I'm talking to somebody there. Somebody is trying to talk you out of the vision that God gave you of life, not death, of thriving business, of your children prospering. But somebody is trying to talk you out. Negative voices and cynics can talk you into settling for lays. If you let those words take roots in you, then you will settle for revival, for survival, Somebody say survival. Somebody say I need revival, not survival. If you expect less, listen to me, people, because the Lord really had me meditate on this. Let me tell you this. Whatever you meditate on will become your lot in life. If you expect less, you will get less. But if you expect more, you will get more. So I want to encourage you to expect more of God's anointing, more of his knowledge, more of the knowledge of His word, and expect nothing but the best. How many of you are going Going to walk out of this place and expect nothing but the best. If you think about it, it's not that impressive to do well or to increase or be promoted when the economy is booming. You did not get me, did you? Anybody can do well when the economy is doing well. But when business is great and everybody is blessed, when the economy is supposed to be bad, then it gets the attention of the world. Anybody can do well. It's not very impressive when you have people are dumping money on you or people carrying you. But I want to see you come to a place that you don't have anybody but God. Anybody can say I'm doing well when business is great everybody is blessed. Because at that time, you really can't impress the unbeliever. Because you know what? They will say, well, you are benefiting from the economy. But when things are bad and you still get blessed, then it becomes a testimony to God's goodness and God's faithfulness. Did anybody get that? When God prospers you during hard time and the heathen see it, they will know that it makes a difference to serve the almighty God and to serve idols. They will know that God is able to take care of you. Don't you know that Gloria, God is able to take care of you, take care of your children, Take care of your business. Take care of your body. Take care of your mind so that you can go to sleep and snore like I always do. He'll prosper you in the most difficult circumstances. But the key is for you to put your total trust in God. To trust Him regardless of what goes on in the world. Don't you know that disappointment and setbacks will come? But you don't have to shift into survival mode because there's some change in the world. This must. Stay in faith and keep believing. Amen. Believe that you will experience his unprecedented favor. Believe that new doors are going to be opened for you. How many of you are expecting new doors, new business? Hallelujah. How many of you are expecting for somebody to just show you favor? Yesterday, I went to pick up my laundry from the dry cleaning, and the Lord said to me, I want you to bless that lady that has been doing the alteration for you. You know, I tip her with $5, $10 here and there. God said, make her smile today. Just put a $100 in your pocket and hit her with a $100. You could have seen that lady. You could have seen that lady. Think about it. Don't you know that God is talking to somebody about you? You know, I wanted to talk. I, I, I want to be very honest with you. I wanted to talk myself out of it. He said, well, Lord why don't you just give her $50 here and then? And God said, what did I tell you? Somebody is thinking about you because God is talking to them. You could have seen that lady yesterday when I picked up the laundry and I hit her with the $100 beer. But you have to have $100, though, to, to be able to... <laughs> See, many people always think about themselves. Now, suppose I did not have a $100. Will God have asked me to hit that lady with a $100 tip? But we had already given her... When 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 we, I went to, there. She measured me. I I already tipped her. It was a good tip. Somebody is going to hit you with a $1,000 tip. Amen. 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 What am I saying? Believe that you will experience the unprecedented favor. I I, I don't know. Maybe that, that lady has ever had somebody tip her. I mean, the the alteration was uh, maybe $20. But God said, what are you going to do? I'm going to give her. And he said, no, you cheat. How would you like for somebody to tip you with a $100 bill? But what did you do when God asked you to tip that lady with $20 bill? You have to believe that new doors are going to be opening for you. You have to believe that despite the storm, you are getting over to the other side. You did not get me, did you? Someone said, despite the storm, I'm getting over to the Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say glory. Despite the storm. This is for somebody here. Despite the storm, you are going over to the other side. You know why? Because your hope and trust is in God. I want to challenge you to receive this word tonight. I want you to not just receive the word, but take off with it. Because if you will accept this message as God's word to you. If you will apply this message of faith to your life and your situation, I promise you that God will take you to places that you could never imagine you could get to. He will use you in ways that will amaze you and everybody else. God will prove to you that He is God without any limits. Was anybody blessed tonight? Was anybody blessed tonight? (laughs) Come on, let's give the Lord a hand. So, Father, we want to thank you so very much for your goodness and for your mercy and for your faithfulness. Thank you for the word that has gone out. And if you are out there watching me and you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, just ask him to come into your life. Say, Lord, I'm a sinner. I need you more than I need anything. And if you invited him into your life, I want you to know that your sins have been forgiven. You are born again. Your life will never be the same. So, Father, I thank you for that person who've just given their life to the Lord. And if you've just done that, if you are in Edington, come and visit with us. manage with around this area, come and visit with us. Or find a church close to you that teaches the word because God wants you to thrive instead of just survive. And Lord, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Changing Mindset Podcast by Pastor George Utah. Help us to share this message. We hope you will subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired during the week. We are praying for you. We know God' best for you is still ahead. Call 706-485-0166 for more information and be blessed.